Welcome to Let's Talk Cake. I'm Carrie. And I'm Savannah. And on today's episode, we will be talking to Leslie Vigil. Cakes can truly just steal the show of a party. I approach mixing frosting the same way that I would mix paint. I'm ready to do more. I need to do more. Send me your cake recipes. Send me everything you have. I Send me everything. You know, baking is... It's such a craft. All of your senses are involved, and it's such an expression, and it's cozy, and it's so rewarding. Honestly, I'm sure everyone has been touched by cake in some way. Hi, you guys. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Let's Talk Cake, a podcast by cakers for cakers. I'm Savannah, and I'm here with my mom, Carrie, and together we own the dessert studio in Utah. So this week in the bakery was another busy week. We seem to have had quite a few of those lately, where we've had multiple cakes and multiple wedding cakes on the same day. And um, we try to make it so that we are scheduled to be able to deliver together. But this was one of those weekends where we had to go separate ways and deliver two different cakes at the same time. And that's always, I don't know, it's kind of... There's some kind of comfort. Most of you probably do it yourself all the time, but there's some kind of comfort in being able to go together. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> but we have our husbands, so they come along and they they stress even more than us. <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> we we do the driving. <laughs> no matter where we're going, oh, we do sure. the driving because <laughs> when you've made the cake, you should be the one driving. But it's so funny with my husband when we when we are driving a cake and I'm driving. He's the worst backseat driver. He's just, there's a bump, there's a bump. Are you seeing that car? It's like he's more protective of the cake. And I, I'm aware because I don't want to ruin the cake. But they're, they're good helpers. Um, a funny thing happened because we were working on our website this week. And I, I get so, I cannot be on a laptop for very long. Or, like, technology in general. I just, like, have to take a break, and I can't just, like, be looking at it for such a long amount of time. Keep in mind, this is the girl that studied social media marketing. Yeah. Maybe it was a bad choice, and I hate social media. (laughs) I'm so bad at posting. Um, But anyways, so we had been working on our website. It had been a couple hours, and so it wasn't even that bad. And we were just, we, like, we were finishing up, and... And we were just about done. And so I was just like expressing my joy for almost being done. (laughs) And my mom was like, wow, well, you're maybe you're in the wrong career. I mean, (laughs) like as if like being a baker is the wrong career for my hate for technology. (laughs) (laughs) But it was funny because obviously she's in the right career because she's good at the cake stuff and because it isn't being on a computer all day but well very minimal (laughs) but we all know that there is some technology work involved in this because this is our only way of really advertising and publicizing and all that so I don't know it was definitely an exaggeration on my part kind of a dumb comment but it was just funny (laughs) She got a kick out of it. <laughs> and oh. then I had to explain, like, Mom, like, any other career, I would be on a computer <laughs> so much more. But anyway. It's true. 
<laughs> it is true. Anything else major happen this week? I don't know. We Not had um, really too much. Yeah, we did a delivery to Park City, and that's always and it's a good drive. Yeah, little mountain <laughs> drive going so. up the canyon and stuff, and it's interesting. They're just you. You all know it's just delivering a cake on the freeway for long distances is always it's always interesting because people are always wondering why you're driving the way you're driving even though you've got we've got a cake on board sign in the back and everything and I don't know maybe people just don't notice it but (laughs) (laughs) lots of looks yeah well we will just get right to it because we've got an amazing guest Leslie Vigil and it was cool because mom has been a big fan she loves her work I really do I just think her stuff is I don't know. It's so it grabs me. Yeah. It just I think it's beautiful and it's colorful and uh, I just think it's gorgeous. Yeah. So mom was thrilled and and yeah, but we're we're excited. We'll get her on. Hi, Leslie. Welcome to Let's Talk Cake. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we're our pleasure. We're excited to have you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. So let's just jump right in. Why don't you tell us how you got started doing cakes? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, you know, I don't know how far back we want to go, but I mean, I started baking um, at a pretty early age. Um, I was always curious about baking. um, And, um, you know, I like would like to help my mom in the kitchen, like with baking, like that was just always something I was interested in. Um, You know, I was the kid that was like checking out like baking books and crafting books at the library, like dozens at a time. Um, and then when I was about 11, my mom took a cake decorating class. And then that was sort of like, uh, you know, the, the first time that I think I got introduced to what it was actually like to, you know, to, to decorate, uh, you know, to decorate a cake and not just, you know, shell borders and like some ribbons and pop on some, you know, balloons, but things that were really involved, you know, like flowers and, and different kinds of piping. And back then it was like basket weaving and, um, you know, the, you know, all those kinds of textures and, and you know, and flowers, especially. So sure. that was definitely like my first taste of it. And of course, like seeing my mom do it, like I was obsessed. Like I'd take her cake decorating books and, you know, I'd look through them and like, I'd study with, you know, the piping tips and like, and what they did and what each one, you know, was for. And so, you know, like those old, like Wilton, decorating books that they would come out like I think it was ones like every year or something uh-huh. or ones every season like those were it like that was my um that, that was my reading material you know that's <laughs> something like that I loved um but um anyway like you know years later um I was you know a preschool teacher um I um but you know did baking and stuff on the side and I was kind of felt myself getting burned out and would daydream about baking and how great it would be if, you know, if I, if I did that, if I could do cakes. And at the time, like the Food Network had these challenges, like these challenge shows, you know, and these people were on there creating these like amazing things and really challenging, like your idea of like what cake could possibly be. And I had a thought, well, what if this could be like a career path for me? And so that I think initially started, um, you know, that sort of like that journey. And so I did some research, enrolled in culinary school. Um, I graduated 
the uh, baking and patisserie program. And then about two years later, I landed my first job like at a bakery as an entry-level cake decorator. Okay. So how did that evolve from working at someone else's bakery into doing your own thing? So um, it was a pretty long journey, I do have to say. Um, You know, because when you're at a bakery, you're there. It's, you know, there's like dozens of orders that need to be filled. It's like, go, go, go. Um, I got to a point, you know, in decorating where I, I, again, I kind of felt myself getting burnt out being kind of, you know, kind of, uh, bored with what I was creating. Um, you know, just like the usual, the basic flowers of roses, mums and blossoms. And, um, I kind of, I, I wanted to do more. I wanted a bit of a challenge, um, you know, with buttercream. And so, Um, I asked like if anyone had ever asked for anything else, like, you know, can we do more than just this? And, and what my boss said to me was, you know, why don't you try it out? Why don't, why don't you, you know, do your own research, play a little bit and see, you know, what else you could do with this? Cause I think you could probably do a little more. So why not, you know, look into it and challenge yourself. And that's what I did. So, um, I started creating, you know, uh, like succulents out of buttercream. And, you know, I've got pictures of what they look like the first time around and they look very different from what they look like today, but that's where it started. And so I started, you know, creating these different kinds of botanicals that weren't so common that you weren't really seeing, you know, it, you know, at the, um, at the cake shop, you know, right. in the display, display, case, uh, display case, um, you know, you weren't really seeing much of that. Um, so I started putting it out there. We, you know, we put out cakes daily and with these new things that I was putting out and then people would say like, Hey, that's cool. That looks like succulents. Hey, that's awesome. You know what? Let me order one of those. And so it just kind of grew from there. You know, the, the order started coming in for, you know, uh, very specific botanicals. And so each one was like a bit of a challenge for me. And, and that's really where like, um, it started to grow, you know, the, what, um, like what I was able to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so you expanded his business, and how did it become Leslie Vigil Cakes? So um, years later, um, what happened was um, I went on maternity leave <laughs> um, to to have a baby, and um, I was you know pretty ready to go back you know after you know my maternity leave, um, but there were some things that had happened um, that wasn't really going to make it possible for me to go back. Um, And so I had to ask myself the question if, if this was something that I was ready for, that if it was something that I was ready to go on my own. Um, And of course, like the initial answer is like, no, that's scary. (laughs) But all the signs that I feel like I was getting at the time, uh, made me feel like this was a possibility. And so I just took the leap and and I went for it. Awesome. And so how long ago was that? So the initial leap happened um, about, um, I'd say about a year and a half ago. Oh, wow. So that's pretty recent. It is pretty recent. Yeah. Um, When I was at the bakery, I think I did have the chance to develop my own style, a pretty distinct style. And so, um, that's something that, you know, I got to practice quite a bit. So, um, you know, my own style of cakes and stuff is something that 
I think I've been practicing for a while, but, you know, being on my own, um, that's been, you know, a whole new thing. It's been a wonderful thing, uh, being able to hone in on the things that I really love, you know, working at a bakery, I was doing a little bit of everything, both fondant work and buttercream work and everything in between. But now I get to focus on, you know, my, like my buttercream botanicals and, um, my, cakes that look like embroidery, things that are inspired by textiles, and I get to do more of that. And so that's been really great. Yeah. So you definitely have that very distinct style. What is it that kind of inspires you? Because you mentioned that it was kind of like your mom and she taught you all of that, but is is that kind of what it is or what else is it that inspires you? Yeah, what definitely what, it, what inspires me is, um, you know, um, I love colors and textures, um, you know, of, of fabrics. Um, and especially from the embroidery cakes, I take a lot of inspiration from my own culture. Um, I was born in Mexico. And so, you know, our, a lot of our traditional textiles are, you know, really bold and beautiful and embroidered. And so that's initially where it started, um, you know, with that, um, and then as far as like my botanicals go, that's um, like gardening and, um, you know, botany it was something that I kind of had taken up like as a hobby, something to unwind, something to, um, you know, uh, something to do to kind of bring me like a little bit of peace. And so um, I started incorporating that into um, what I was doing. So I do when I create, you know, botanicals, I do like to take a look at like the actual flower and what it looks like and kind of dissect it and, and look into it and, and try to replicate it like as best as I can. So yeah. those are basically the two that, that inspire my work, I think, the most. Cool. Well, they're really, they're really beautiful and you have a very distinct style. And I'm, I'm surprised that you were only in business for about a year and a half because I know you've been picked up by magazines and stuff because yes. they're... It, it is such a, a distinctive look that you have. How did, how did that come about? The distinctive look? Um, like having it picked up in like publications and that kind of oh, thing. Oh, got it. Um, so maybe featured like in magazines um, and, you know, both in print and online. Like that was something that surprisingly just sort of happened organically. Um, it didn't occur to me that, you know, I could reach out to these um to these people and, and ask like to be featured. Um, I thought that was something that, you know, like it had to be like an honor, you know, they had to like approach you and which, which is exactly like what happened. Um, I was approached by, um, a representative from better homes and gardens. Um, and then I was approached also by, um, you know, a writer from Colossal and then a writer from my modern Met. And, um, there were other, you know, publications that, um, but we didn't have interactions with, um, they did still like share my work. And so the exposure, um, was, I mean, amazing. It was great. And oh, it's, I'm sure. um, yeah, absolutely. And, and surprising too, you know, like here I am just kind of, you know, moving so, along, just creating my own work and, you know, someone feels like it's, it's cool enough to be, you know, featured in like in that kind of magazine, like that's awesome. Yeah. And I'm not surprised that that happened because it is so beautiful and it is so bold and colorful. Did they come across you on your social media? 
Yes. And I think that's the majority of where people have discovered my work is on Instagram. Okay. Um, I do have a website, um, and, and, but basically my only two platforms at the moment are, you know, my website and my Instagram. And I think my, my Instagram is, is really where, um, you know, that work has been seen. Yeah. So you're in California, right? Yes. Okay. And are you in an area where there is a, a, a big market for cakes? Are you in a, a saturated area? How does, what does it look like for you? Uh, for me, well, I, where I live, um, it's kind of a small town, but, um, you know, all of the, um, neighboring big cities, I mean, there are bakeries around, um, but as far as, you know, the kind of work that I do, um, I do feel like it's pretty unique. Um, I will get, you know, uh, people will reach out to me who work, um, at other bakeries and say, Hey, you know, we've gotten a request to, um, to do this cake and it's, it's one of your cakes. Um, how did you do it? <laughs> you know? So, um, I do feel like, um, I think, you know, the, the kind of, um, art that I'm able to, to provide, I think, I think is pretty unique. Um, you know, at least, at least for this area that I'm familiar, you know, that I know of. Yeah. So what does, I, I'm curious about that situation. Do you like give them tips and tricks or what, how does that look? Do you kind of just like, I, yeah, well, I mean, it is your no, work. I so funny. It's like, you know, you're giving, you know, am I, do I want to give away my yeah. secret? You know, it's like, are they, <laughs> but you know, the truth is, um, you know, yes, I do, you know, I do love to create, but I also do love to teach. Like I do teach um, what I do. I do love to, you know, I do have students that I teach, um, you know, buttercream, like florals and succulents too. Um, so, you know, when it's like a big business, of course, like I'm a little bit apprehensive, um, to, you know, to give them, to give away all my secrets. Right. But, you know, I do tend to tell people even, you know, if, if, if they email me or if they, you know, ask in a comment, like on Instagram, you know, what piping tips I use, like I, you know, I usually tell them, yeah. like I don't really have any qualms about telling them what piping tips I used. That's, I, that's so nice. I appreciate that. That's a, that's a generous gesture. And I think that that's something that we've found a lot in the cake community is that people really are most of the time willing to be generous and share their knowledge. Cause for a lot of us, our knowledge came from trial and error. And so right. I'm, you know, it rather that it saves people the trial and the error. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And also the expense too, yeah. because as you know, like cake decorating can be expensive, you know, like sure one, you know, piping tip, it ranges from like, you know, 70 cents to like a dollar fifty. But when you need a full spectrum of like, you know, two dozen, three dozen, 50 or, or so, you know, piping tips, like, of course, like that adds up. So yeah. I'm, I'm definitely always willing to help somebody that um, is genuinely interested and, and wants to like learn the craft. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of a sign of just like, I don't know, willingness to share, but also confidence because even if we do share, I don't know, our secrets or our, our biggest, I don't know, our knowledge. <laughs> our knowledge, yeah. yeah. I think we can still just continue to thrive because we are good at what we do. And even if people are doing similar things, 
I mean, we will be able to continue to yeah. find success. And Even if people are copying you, I'm pretty sure that there's going to be a pretty good market of people who want Leslie Vigil yeah. case. So. <laughs> I, well, I hope that's the case. But yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, to definitely, I, I mean, I definitely agree with that, you know, um, um, and at the same time, like, I think, you know, even if someone else is doing something similar to me, you know, they're doing that with you know, their own voice using their own perspective. And, and I'm still creating using my own voice and my own perspective. So, um, you know, I think we all individually, while we're doing maybe something similar, because I mean, I didn't invent piping flowers, you know, <laughs> but I'm doing them. And I think um, in a way that, you know, in a way that I know how to express, and I think that's going to go for everyone else. So yeah, and I, love it. I, I, I do love seeing how other people express themselves like in this same art. I think that's really interesting to me. That's, um, and that's exciting. So if, sure. if I can play a little bit of a part in, you know, like encouraging someone to do that or to use their voice and to, you know, kind of break out of like their box. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. I think that's great. Is that one of the things that prompted you to start teaching? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, cause creating, you know, myself and creating cakes for people, like that's obviously, you know, very fulfilling, um, but I mean, there's so many cakes that I can do per week because, you know, I do have like a, a limited space. Um, I'm just one person, you know, I also have a family and I have a 20 month old, um, you know, to take care of. So, you know, my, my resources, you know, are, are a little bit limited. Um, yeah. so showing someone else how to do it, I think is, is something that, um, I considered because, you know, for one, like I said, like I do love teaching. I love, you know, um, encouraging someone to, um, you know, to pick up a new skill or to um, like, you know, like, you know, encouraging people to, you know, to really, um, you know, break out of their box, like yeah. I said. Um, but also, you know, with teaching, it's it's extra fulfilling because you're helping somebody. And, and at the same time, you're also um, contributing to, you know, your legacy. Yeah. Um, and in a way, you know, if, you know, what I teach someone, um, is, you know, stays with them throughout their career, something that helps them to succeed, like that is what is extra fulfilling, you know, for me. And so that's why, you know, I, I'm very passionate about, about teaching. That's awesome. So in your business, how, like what percentage of your time is spent doing cakes and what percentage would you say is doing classes? This, of course, is not during COVID times, but during regular <laughs> right. times. Uh -huh. um, so taking COVID out of, you know, out of the equation, um, I would say it was um, about 50-50. Okay. Um, but at this time, it's really about, you know, 90 making cake, 90% making cakes and 10% teaching. However, um, now in the age of online streaming, um, and, um, you know, all these different platforms, um, that I think is going to change. Um, I was a little bit apprehensive at first of maybe doing the online streaming just because it's, it was different from what I was used to, you know, I love being, you know, one-on-one -on -one or, you know, with a group and, and talking to people directly and seeing their faces and, you know, uh, everything is in front of us and, you know, you know, while I'm teaching. So this whole you know, no new platform for teaching is going to be a little different, but, um, but I think 
it's it's going to work out really well and i'm and i'm ready to take that on so i'm hoping that um you know once i kind of get into the groove of things of uh like teaching online it, it'll kind of go back to you know 50 and 50 yeah okay for sure yeah well i can understand why a lot of people would want to learn some of your techniques cuz they really I mean, I saw you in a magazine and it was, I mean, I hadn't seen that kind of detailed embroidery before. And I love that you're doing it with buttercream. We're a buttercream bakery too. And it's just, it's, it's really exciting seeing what people are doing with buttercream because it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. (laughs) It is. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, I mean, evolved from, you know, years ago, even, even, you know, even like five years ago, I, I feel like it continues to like evolve and. Um, I don't know if you've been seen out there now, but, um, you know, like we used to do, you know, back when, you know, this was still pretty early on, but, you know, like the basket weaving, like that was pretty standard of like a, of a technique, uh-huh. you know, with buttercream. And now I'm kind of seeing that technique and it's like on steroids where they're doing like, you know, they're mimicking this like fiber art. So it looks like not just weaving, but you know, braiding and yeah. like, uh, you know, cross stitch and like tufting and, right. and tackles. And yeah, you're really seeing a lot of amazing stuff with buttercream. Yeah. Like, the macrame and weaving mm-hmm. is, yeah. it's, it's really come on strong and there's just so many, so many beautiful things people are doing that are bringing the buttercream into the whole thing. And it's, it's a pretty amazing medium. It is. Yeah, it really is. And a lot more versatile than I think people think, yeah, you know, for sure. um, I think we're kind of creeping away from the age of fondant and really kind of looking into um, what can be done with buttercream. Yeah. And that's really fun. Yeah. I love what you said about how it's all just evolving and we all get to be yeah. a part of it. I mean, we all get to yeah. use our creativity and create new things and and just try and push the boundaries and we are all part of this big movement towards new things in the cake world and i just think that's so cool to think about yeah i i definitely agree i think being being a part of that community of um you know challenging our challenging your own self as far as what you think you can do with buttercream i think you know that plays a part but yeah you know challenging yourself uh doing something maybe that you thought you couldn't do with buttercream and doing it. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's great. Yeah, yeah definitely. <clears throat> so you, your Instagram is gorgeous. Your cakes look just perfect, but we all have experiences where maybe things haven't gone so perfectly. <laughs> do you have <laughs> any of those that you could share with us? <laughs> I, I really do actually. So as I mentioned, you know, just shortly after, like I graduated culinary school, um, I got my first job as like an entry level decorator um, at at the bakery that I formerly used to work at, and um, so I had maybe been there for about I want to say three weeks, so not very long. Um, I had already like gotten a talking to because, you know, I was still pretty new. So I was really timid. So everything I did, I need, you know, it it needed to be perfect. I wanted to make a good impression. I was still trying to prove myself. And so the talking that I got to was just like, listen, I know you like perfection and you really want to do perfect, but listen, you, you got to pick up the pace and you got to, you know, you got to hurry it. You got to hurry it up, you know? (laughs) And so, um, you know, one day 
I am, you know, working on a cake and I'm like, okay, I'm going to ice it up and I'm going to go, I'm going to put it in the refrigerator and, um, and which is like this big, like walk-in fridge. Uh-huh. And so I go ahead into the refrigerator because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like on a time crunch. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. You know, I'm trying to like multitask and there, it was just happened to be a super busy week. Um, and there wasn't really much space on, you know, on the shelf, you know, inside the walk-in fridge. And, but I do see this like sculpted, uh, ladybug that my coworker, Melissa had just made. And I'm like, okay, I think if I move the ladybug, I think I can like fit this cake behind it. And so, you know, like I said, it was pretty full. So what I had to do was balance the ladybug cake in one hand while holding the other cake in my other hand and kind of do, you know, like a, like a switch, you know, a switch. And what ended up happening was as I picked up this ladybug cake, as I'm like holding it, in my right hand and then holding my cake in my left hand to go put it into the spot that I'm aiming for, I can feel the cake, this ladybug, start to like and shift and move. And I look at it and I see it kind of happening, almost like in slow motion. And instantly what I do is I, you know, kind of just – put my cake, this whatever cake that I, you know, hadn't even really started. I just kind of put it down really fast and I go to try to save this ladybug cake. And so what I do is I kind of overcorrect and basically punch this ladybug (laughs) into, into the air and into just to like crash into the shelf. And luckily the shelf that it crashed into and, you know, trickled down um that shelf had you know cakes that weren't done yet so nothing then there got damaged but there was cake down the shelf on the floor and I just see you know carnage like there's this poor ladybug it's it's (laughs) like I know and and I felt bad because I know she had just finished this cake right and she was probably like 20 or 30 minutes away from like clocking out and this poor woman Melissa um, I mean seriously like I owe so much to her from when I first started because Mm -hmm. she was there showing me like tips and tricks and so here so here I am I'm in the walk-in it's cold as hell I'm looking at the carnage on the floor the red buttercream it's on my hands it's on my shoes (laughs) it's on the floor and like I can't say this I I have to tell her and so I walk up to, I walk out of the, the fridge, I go to Melissa and I say, Melissa. And I, and she knows, she knows something is up. And she's like, what? And I said, okay. Um, you know, that ladybug cake that you just finished, uh, she kind of did like this long blink and said, and she, but she smirked and she's like, let me see what happened. And so we walk back into the fridge together and she just laughs and she's laughing and like laughing to tears. And like, I don't know what to make of it. I'm like, huh, like all also nervously laughing, you know, just because uh, am I going to get fired? Like, is, this, is, this, is, this, is this the end of, of my career? Does it stop here? And she's like, okay, all right, here's what we're going to do. You're going to help me. We're, we're going to do this. We're going to kick this out. We're just going to redo it. So we had one of the bakers in the meantime, um, re, you know, set up a cake, um, you know, set the cake up again. Um, and so, 
you know, I did the cleanup. We, you know, we scrapped it, put it in the trash. And then she got to working on the sculpting. I was making buttercream color. And so it was sort of a tag team to get this cake done. And, and sure enough, we finished it. It looked just as good as the first time around. And whoo, then about a, maybe 30 minutes later, the owners walk in and we're like, hey, everything's good here. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, man. So, I'll tell you. Uh, Teresa, so, Teresa Cornelio, if you're listening, um, that happened. Me and Melissa <laughs> never told you. We're sorry. <laughs> oh, it's so... There are, oh, I don't know. It's, it can be very, very stressful. And I'm just feeling for you. I can just imagine having to go and break the news that you've just destroyed her cake. Oh. <laughs> I know. And then it's one thing to destroy like your own cake, you know, like yeah. that has a bit of tears, but just to like accidentally destroy someone else's. Oh, wow. Oh, I was, I was mortified. I was completely mortified. Oh, I'm sure. Well, of the cake disaster stories we've heard, I think that one has to be up there. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was someone else's. You're right. It's so much easier if you destroy something of your own. But when it's somebody else's, that's just there's a a level of mortification that is kind of unmatched. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And but, you know, she so great like the fact that she laughed about it yeah I'm glad she was nice why (laughs) I can tell that story today without like continuously feeling mortified because we were able to laugh at then at the time and then even long before that so that's so that's really helpful people like that deserve a prize because (laughs) she could so easily have made it so that that experience was so traumatic that it could have changed the course of your career absolutely and that is something that has also stayed with me too um you know I think the the way you treat you know your your peers and other people you know does say a lot about you and also you know what what that can potentially do you know for somebody else and because she was so gracious and so amazing like that's just something I think that has always stayed with me yeah so moral of that story, be the be the nice person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, be nice. Because <laughs> people are trying. You exactly. Know? People are really trying. Oh, man. Well, thank you for sharing that. There's some good life lessons in there on, <laughs> on, on both of your parts. <laughs> <laughs> there is. So if you, now you, obviously you just started your business about a year and a half ago, but you do have a lot of experience in decorating cakes and in the cake world. And so if you were talking to someone who's just starting out or just thinking that they might want to do this, what advice would you give them? Um, for one, I would say, um, you know, never say never. You know, when you have an idea of what you think you know, this career is going to look like or what your business is going to look like or what your art is is going to look like, you know, that can change and that can evolve. And I think it's important to think of it as evolving. You know, you can try something out and maybe it, it didn't work out the way you thought it would, but just know that, you know, you can keep going and it may not look or maybe even feel right off the bat the way you think it would, or should, but, um, you know, but you got to keep going and, you know, eventually I think you'll find your footing. All right. I love that. That's good advice. Thanks for, thanks for sharing that. (laughs) Absolutely. 
Yeah, and so just to kind of finish it up, so cake obviously has been a big part of your life, and so how has it truly impacted your life for the better? For the better, I'd have to say that um, it's it's really brought me um, closer to a lot of people. It's opened up a lot of doors, um, you know, in, in creating, uh, you know, these things, you know, these cakes for, for, for people. Um, you know, I've gotten to know people over the course of time, um, you know, and they become like familiar faces and, and come to me for, you know, all of like their family needs which is really great. You know, I'm making cakes for like their mom and, you know, their daughter and their son and, and all their, you know, family. So there's, there's that, there's that sentiment, sentiment. Um, but also, um, you know, with social media and being part of this community, it's also opened the doors and I've made a lot of really good friends you know, out there, um, friends that, you know, we keep in touch with, we talk cake about, you know, we talk, we talk cake with, um, you know, we kind of talk shop, we kind of shoot ideas off each other. Um, but I mean, this world of cake and what it is now, like, it's just, it's, it's just so much fun. It's, you know, it's art, it's edible, um, you know, putting yourself out there while I know can be a little bit scary, um, you know, like on social media. You know, mm -hmm. for one, it, a little, it can be scary, you know, having your art and stuff out there for, for everyone to, you know, to judge, but it's also reaching people like all over, you know, the country and the world. And it's in very many ways has made the world smaller for me in the best way. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to describe it because I know for us, since we have been talking to people around the world, um, it really is, it, it really makes it, you realize how much more accessible people are now than maybe they would have been years ago. And it really is, I mean, there's just so much we can learn from each other and get to know each other. And it's, it's such a, it's such a kind community. I just am constantly amazed at how kind and helpful and nice people are and what great stories people have. I mean, there's just so many good stories. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. I think, um, you know, the connections that we're, we're making along the way, you know, are connections that I don't think we ever thought possible, Yeah. you know, but yeah, this community has been really great and really supportive. And, you know, we see like a new artist coming up and the work is amazing you know, we're going to do our part to hype that person up and leave comments and, you know, like their work and, and, you know, connect to them and reach out to them and say, Hey, you know, come be part of this amazing community and club, you know, it's, and it definitely feels that way. It feels like, you know, we're all out here, you know, trying to do the best for ourselves, but also, you know, lift each other up. Yeah. At the same time. Exactly. I agree. So Leslie Vigil Cakes, is there, do you have some visions in your mind for where you'd like to see that down the road? Um, I'm really open right now. I think, you know, I, I did have a very um, strong sort of um, business model when I first started. And like I said, that's kind of evolved. Um, and then COVID has hit and is still sort of hitting. So that's a little bit on hold. Um but I'm very open. I'm open to what it's going to become. I, I definitely want to um, evolve more into teaching 
um, I want to do more online classes so that, you know, it, you know, um, my workshops and one-on-one -on -one workshops, you know, are a little harder for people to attend because, you know, they're, they're kind of local, but maybe moving to online workshops, like that would be great because then I can reach people that are, you know, across the country and across the world. Yeah. And that's where I think I'd like to go next. I think I'd like to move a little bit more towards like an online platform to make, um, you know, to make things a little more accessible for people. Yeah who maybe who, who can't travel because I mean right now nobody can travel yeah right um, but you know people you know across the world who have emailed me and said you know I wish I could you know fly out there but I can't and you know I'd love it if you would make you know an online class so I can learn from where I am and, and that's definitely what I want to do next awesome yeah that's great and so I, I don't think we asked you are you are you a you're a one-woman show mm -hmm. right I am. Yes. And uh, do you do this? Do you have a cottage kitchen in your home or do you have a different space that you work? A uh, cottage kitchen in my home. It's, it's a small studio that I work out of. Okay. Um, so really small, limited space. Um, but you know, we make it work. Yeah. Make cool. it work. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on and visiting with us today and yeah. telling us a little bit more about you and your business. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much again for having me. Okay, well, that did not disappoint. <laughs> She's just as interesting and fun to talk to as her work is beautiful. So that was that was great. Thanks. Thanks, Leslie. And I don't know, it was kind of cool to hear her talk about how she brings her culture into her work. And you can really see that. I mean, some of the cakes really do look like the embroidery on a Mexican dress or something. They're just so pretty and so, so bright and colorful. So we were thinking maybe this week's challenge could be um, to bring something from your culture into your work. Yeah, that can be, like my mom said, your culture or maybe just like your family history or like... Or even something that has a lot to do with your personality. Yeah. Just something that is very personal. Yeah. And I think those cakes and those pieces of art that we're making that do feel very personal to us those are the ones that really tend to shine the most just because it really is just coming from your heart and soul. And yeah, so I think we can all definitely take the time, eventually, hopefully, <laughs> find the time to just make a cake for yourself that you're inspired by that kind of is a representation of who you are. And yeah, I think that kind of reminds me of like Project Runway and some of the shows where they have their first challenge is to do something that yeah. represents you. And I've always really liked those challenges because they're very they are very personal and because you do get to know people a lot based on their art when they are trying to show something about themselves. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, if you have a chance to do something for yourself or even incorporate it into the work you're doing for other people that that brings a personal touch, something about you into it. Do it. And as far as next week, you guys, so our season has come to an end next week. Now would be the time that we usually announce who we're talking to next week, but um, we will actually just be winding down for the season, and next week will just be us kind of talking about some of the comments, questions, um, things that people have sent us during this season, and we'll just kind of go over all of it and 
And yeah. Yeah. I it's it's kind of a weird thing. It's crazy <laughs> that we, we've come this far. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We didn't think that we would be still in COVID at the end of season one. Yeah. And we are. We thought it would just be like we were hoping it would just be like the first part of, of the season. But we've done an entire season during the time of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> but we're very excited for next year because um, we will be coming back the first part of the year, probably January. And we already have some great people lined up that have agreed to visit with us that we've got on the schedule. And so, yeah, season two will be around the corner. But in the meantime, we will, like she said, have a a question and answer and comment uh, episode next week. And then and then we'll have a break. But that doesn't mean that you have to be without Let's Talk Cake, because if you haven't had a chance to listen to some of the past episodes, we hope that you will, because We've interviewed some awesome people this season. Absolutely. And yeah, and even re-listened to some of them. I don't know. There have been a couple of stories I've gone back and listened to multiple times because they're either very entertaining or they're kind of inspiring or a combination. Yeah. No, but we are just so thankful to everyone that we have interviewed and just the things that we have learned from them. And to each and every one of you who listen weekly, we are just so thankful. And you guys have made this dream a reality for us. And we're just, it's sad to kind of take a break. But also season two, we're going to come with lots of new and amazing things. And And as much as Savannah hates technology, we will still try to be somewhat (laughs) active on our Instagram. So if you have suggestions or questions or just want to reach out about anything. Or you want to take over our Instagram. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Please let us know because we will definitely still be involved with it. We're just taking a break from doing the weekly podcast. So, but again, thank you to all of you and thanks to Corey. Corey's awesome, and we wouldn't be able to do this without him. So thanks to him and to all of you for listening, and we'll see you next week when we continue to talk cake. Hey, everyone. This is producer Corey. I just wanted to say thanks for listening. Also, subscribe to the podcast and follow the Let's Talk Cake podcast on Instagram so you don't miss out on any content. If you do the challenge this week, tag the podcast in your post, and we'll share it in the next episode. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.